Today we will be talking about the car maker that everyone buys because of the dang brand name, Mercedes-Benz. Cool. Hello, this is Cars 101. I'm your host, Siddhartha Shendrakar. Let's get started. Mercedes-Benz is a German company also known as Daimler Auto Group. Mercedes is known for luxury, beauty, and performance. Most people only buy this car because of the name Mercedes. If I'm looking to buy a C-Class, I'm only looking for it because I want the name Mercedes. Because there are several other cars that are substantially better than the C-Class, like the Audi A4 or BMW 3 Series sedan. Mercedes puts a higher amount of quality in the higher class cars than the lower class cars. People see the S-Class or the Maybach as very high quality and luxurious cars, so they want a taste of that. They get a C-Class or E-Class, which does not have the same exceptional quality. It's actually one of the biggest scams, yet also one of the best marketing tools ever. The performance is decent on every car except the AMGs and S-Classes. Those cars are insanely fast and high-performing. AMG, of course, is the performance line of Mercedes. So instead of the base, let's say E350, you can have a way more expensive E63 AMG. The S-Class is one of the best cars ever. It is a high quality, high performance, advanced, and one of the most luxurious cars ever. It really is a beauty to drive. I'll go into it later. But the flagship Mercedes models are fantastic, and everyone wants a taste of that. So they go to the E-Class, which is not as great and high quality, but they just want a taste. Now the history. First, Carl Benz. In 1878, Carl Benz worked on two-stroke engines, dreaming of making a car that is not horse-drawn. In 1882, Benz founded the Mannheim Gas Engine Factory. Benz left the company and co-founded the company Benz & Company Rhine Gas Engine Factory Mannheim and launched a two-stroke engine. He successfully produced stationary and vehicle engines, but Benz wanted to focus on just vehicles and started Carl Benz & Sons in 1906. 20 years later, Benz's company merged with its then-competitor Daimler. They became Daimler-Benz. In 1882, Gottlieb Daimler set up a development workshop in his greenhouse to develop four-stroke engines. He worked with his longtime buddy, Wilhelm Maybach. In 1884, he developed an internal combustion engine known as the Grandfather Clock. The Grandfather Clock was the first high-speed internal combustion engine to run on gasoline. It literally looked like a grandfather clock. It was light, as it was one cylinder, but powerful enough to drive a vehicle. In 1890, Daimler spent all of his money and founded Daimler Motor and Gesellschaft. But arguments filled the company. His partner, Max Duttenhofer, argued over what they should produce after bad terms of the contract. Wilhelm Maybach, the head of design, resigned, and Daimler turned to deception. He started to build engines with Maybach while having the patent in Daimler's name. Duttenhofer and Willem Lorenz, a business partner, fired Daimler and took all of his shares. Finances started to go downhill, and they asked Maybach to come back, but he said he wouldn't come back without Daimler. Over time, both returned. Their engine became popular, and it started to boost back the company. Daimler could only enjoy this for a few years as he died in 1900. In April 1900, Emil Genelec, a motor car enthusiast, politician, and investor, started selling Daimler cars in Nice, France. They decided to make a new engine for Nice and named it the Daimler Mercedes. 
Mercedes was Emil's daughter's name, his daughter gave him good luck, so he named everything Mercedes, including his mansions. Eventually, they started calling him Monsieur Mercedes. In December 1900, DMG made a race car with 35 horsepower and a 5.9 liter I-4. And many say it is the birth of the modern motor car. The 5.9 liter I-4 is a weird engine because today cylinders that are 5.9 liters are 12 cylinders. It was designed for performance with a lightweight, high-performance engine, a long wheelbase with a low center of gravity. Once this car was made, they said the Mercedes era was commenced. In racing, Mercedes was unbeatable and business was booming. In 1903, Emil changed his last name to Genelec Mercedes. He said, this must in all probability be the first time that a father has become the name of his daughter. In 1910, the star emblem was made because of Gottlieb Daimler's efforts to achieve universal motorization on land, at sea, and in the air. In 1926, once Daimler and Benz merged, they had to change the brand name as it was too lengthy, so they changed it to Mercedes-Benz. Previously on Daimler cars, the radiators had Mercedes on them because of the modern engines built for Genelec Mercedes with the star emblem. Benz was also a pretty prestigious name back then. Quick tip, a uh, radiator is an engine coolant. In 1931, Mercedes made the W15, which was the first four-wheel independent suspension system and had modern hydraulic braking technology. Now what in the world is hydraulic braking technology? A hydraulic brake is a braking mechanism that uses brake fluid to transfer pressure from the controlling mechanism to the braking mechanism. You don't need to know this, but it is still interesting, I mean, at least to me. Anyways, back to the W15. It was sold in many different body types, and because of this, Mercedes became one of the leading car manufacturers. Unfortunately, World War II halted production, and after the war, many of the company's assets were used to pay war reparations, reducing the company to its four original plants in southern Germany. After a while, they did rebuild. In 1951, they started to perform crash tests and focused on safety, which resulted in the beautiful 300SL. It is spectacular and costs in the millions currently. It is a Gullwing and one of the most famous classics, and also my favorite classic. A Gullwing means the car doors go up rather than out. Mercedes also started using fuel injection technology, which basically means having a pump send pressurized fuel from the fuel tank to the engine where it is distributed individually to each cylinder. It helps with smoother throttle response and results in more efficient use of fuel. This was pretty, pretty, pretty advanced for the time. 300SL boomed in America in 1952. Mercedes started racing again, and of course, winning. In the 1970s, you started seeing the ancestors of modern Mercedes, such as the S-Class and G-Class. What was amazing about Mercedes was that it was a front-runner in technology, and making more technology so that the handling could be as precise and smooth as possible, also focusing on safety. Now, AMG is the performance line of Mercedes. It was founded in 1967 by two former Mercedes engineers, Erhard Melcher and Hans Werner Alfred. AMG stands for Alfred Melcher Gorbisch. Gorbisch was the name of the city Alfred was born in. It was originally meant to produce racing engines, but they found out there was a demand for upgrades and customization beyond just engines. And AMG started producing fully customizable vehicles that had high performance. 
1990, Mercedes recognized AMG's efforts and there was an agreement signed between them. This allowed AMG's fully customized cars in Mercedes showrooms, and by 2000, Mercedes bought a controlling share of AMG and resulted in AMG cars as a part of the Mercedes lineup. Now that is a beautiful history, isn't it? Now on to modern Mercedes cars after this break. Let's look at the following cars. The GLS SUV, G-Class, A-Class, C-Class, S-Class sedan, Mercedes Maybach, and AMG GT. These are the most interesting cars. Let's talk about how they are organized. A-Class is the cheapest and smallest class of Mercedes. If you add a GL before it, you make an SUV. So the GLA is the cheapest and smallest class of SUV. The S-Class is a higher class model. So the GLS is a higher SUV model. So it is organized as A, B, C, E, S. There are some exceptions such as the G-Class, Mercedes Maybach, and AMG GT. Let's get started. The GLS SUV. This is the luxury SUV including massage seats in the front and rear. It is also the biggest SUV, so it includes a third row, with in fact heated seats. That doesn't come in most SUVs, so it is a very luxurious SUV. Everything is digital, which is pretty nice. You can get six or seven seats at no charge. It is a pretty cool artificial intelligence system, which can cool the cabin or find gas stations through just saying, Hey Mercedes, the executive rear seating package gives pillows and reclining seats. You get the executive rear seat package, plus you also get second row massage seats. I mean, total luxury. Now, let's get to the specs. The GLS 450, the cheapest trim, starts at 75950 and is a turbocharged 3-liter inline 6 with an electric motor boost of 21 horsepower. The electric motor also lowers emissions too. It has 362 horsepower total and 369 pounds-feet of torque. It has a 0-60 of 5.9 seconds, which is actually pretty powerful for an SUV. The GLS 580, the higher model, has a 4-liter bi-turbo, which is two turbochargers, which has the same electric motor as the 450. It has 483 horsepower and a 0-60 time of 5.2 seconds and 516 pounds of torque. Pretty, pretty powerful. This all comes at an extra cost, of course, at $98,800. Overall, it is a nice car with a great drive for an SUV. With adaptive suspension, it has all of the modern technology, including park assist, steering assist, active lane changing, brake assist, it goes on and on, etc. Now on to the G-Class. I have absolutely no idea why this SUV is so popular. It is not comfortable at all. All it has is a hefty price tag, power, and excellent off-road ability. The G550 starts at $130,900, which is absolutely insane. There are so much better cars in that range. It goes 0 to 60 in 5.6 seconds, has 416 horsepower, and 450 pounds-feet of torque. It gets 13 miles a gallon in the city and 17 miles a gallon on the highway. That is horrible. Absolutely abhorrent. As a 4-liter bi-turbo engine and seats 5. The seats are stiff, although you can add a $10,000 package to get front row massage seats. And it doesn't really help with the stiff seating. I'm going to be real with you, the G63 AMG is pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Starting at 156,450, having 577 horsepower and 627 pounds-feet of torque. It truly is powerful. 
did I also mention it goes 0 to 60 in 4.2 seconds, weighing almost 6,000 pounds with a handcrafted 4 liter V8 by Turbo, but I am still some as to why it is so popular, because it also has hardly any modern technology and has zero luxury. Now on to the A-Class. Everyone underestimates this car greatly. However, don't go with the four-wheel drive because it's completely sluggish. Well, we're not going to talk about the 0-60 to 60 time of 7.1 seconds, although it starts at $32,800, the cheapest Mercedes. From 0-30, to 30, it is pretty quick, and after it goes a little slower. Let's go to the all-wheel drive, as Mercedes calls 4-matic. It also is only $2,000 more, and... Although it has the same specs, it feels like it has better pickup. And of course, with all-wheel drive, it has better traction. It is a turbocharged 2.0-liter i4 with 188 horsepower and 221 pounds-feet of torque, which gives that kick. It has 24 miles a gallon city and 34 miles a gallon highway, which is actually decent for a non-hybrid. The AMG version gives a lot more power. The 0 to 60 time is 4.7 seconds. It has 302 horsepower, 295 pounds feet of torque, but comes at a cost of $44,950 with a turbocharged 2 liter i4. The fuel economy is about the same as the A220. The A Class does have decent safety technology that also comes in some of the higher class cars. It does not have the performance technology like electromechanical power steering which allows quicker response in corners and easier maneuvering but overall it is completely underestimated and actually one of the best cars in its class now on to the c-class the car that is only bought for the mercedes name i'm gonna be straight up with you this car sucks it's completely overpriced compared to the models in its class and it's not even close to cars such as the A4 BMW 3 Series. The handling is decent, as all Mercedes have pretty good handling, but there are so many better cars that have better handling, technology, etc. The C300 has a 0-60 time of 5.7 seconds, 255 horsepower, and 273 pounds-feet of torque. It is a turbocharged 2-liter i4. It starts at 41,400 where most cars in this class are about $5,000 less. The AWD has the same specs, yet it's $2,000 more. Again, it has the same technology packages as a regular Mercedes, but not the same performance technology like the electromechanical power steering. The C43 AMG has a little more of a kick to it, being an AMG. It's more than $10,000 more with over 100 more horsepower and 100 more pounds-feet of torque. It goes 0 to Four and a half seconds. The next trim is the C63 AMG, which is 68,100, also having 100 more horsepower and 100 more pounds-feet of torque than the C43 AMG, and a handcrafted bi-turbo 4-liter V8. It is much faster and has much better handling. The technology included in this car does include enhanced performance, such as the nano slide cylinder wall technology, which basically means it enhances performance, efficiency, and durability. It is very complex to explain why this works, so I won't. I don't want to confuse. If you would like to know, remember DM me at SiddharthVader35 on Instagram. Now, the final trim, the C63 SAMG. This is much faster, 
has a 0 60 time of 3.8 seconds, 503 horsepower, and 516 pounds feet of torque, all for the hefty price of $75,700. If you want to pay for a car in the luxury small cars class that is high performing, go for it. But just remember, the prices in this class are in the 40s and 50s. It is a handcrafted by a turbo 4 liter V8. And performance technology is the same as the C63 AMG, and the technology packages such as driver assist are the same as every C-Class. Overall, you really don't pay for what you get. Although I say a lot of good things about the car, the interior is flat, the rear seats are very cramped, and the seats are stiff. The driving on the base model is pretty bad until you go up to the AMGs, so definitely would not recommend this car. Now on to the flagship model, the S-Class. This might be one of the most beautifully made cars ever. This is the best car in its class. It really upholds what the Mercedes idea is. It is a long sedan that can turn into an executive car with a chauffeur. The performance is fantastic, better than every car at its price. And it is very smooth and powerful. The S450 isn't as powerful and most inventory does not have any options on it because people buy it just for the S-Class name. And of course, this car upholds the S-Class names. It starts at $94,250. It is a bi-turbo 3 liter V6 with 362 horsepower and 369 pounds-feet of torque and 0-60 to 60 in 5.4 seconds. It does not have great pickup, but it is still smooth. The all-wheel drive is the same, but with a little more grip. Now, the next stream is the S560. Fantastic car. This is a true S-Class. It starts at $104,450. It's great performance. The pickup on this car blows you away. It is complete luxury from the vibrant ambient lighting to the pillows and reclining rear seats. It has 463 horsepower and 516 pounds feet of torque and goes 0 to 60 in 4.6 seconds. I really think this car is perfectly priced. It has a similar performance to the S8, which is $20,000 more. The all-wheel drive, of course, gives more traction control, but not too noticeable unless you're trying to go off-road, which I highly suggest not to because you'll ruin the exterior of this beautiful car. This year, Mercedes also made a plug-in hybrid, the S560e. It's only $5,000 more than the base S560 with the same horsepower and torque. That includes the motor. It is a bi-turbo 3-liter V6 with, of course, the electric motor. However, it goes 0 to 60 in 4.9 seconds. Not much of a difference in the base S560, but I figured I'd point it out. The technology on these cars is great. All the park assist technology and lane keep assist you need, the luxury is what really stands out. The rear right seat can be for executives who have a chauffeur or you just want your friends and children to be as comfortable as possible. You have reclining rear seats and massages and a footrest and pillows. It's great. The leather on this car is amazing. You honestly will never want to leave this car. You can lay there and be comfortable. On a road trip, your passengers will be almost too comfortable. Of course, this is a package costing about $2,000 more, which is not too much. The final trim, the S63 AMG. Now, this is a powerful car. It goes 0 to 60 in 3.5 seconds. It has 603 horsepower and 664 pounds-feet of torque at a hefty price of $151,600. It has the same handcrafted engine as the S560. It is a fast car, of course. 
I don't believe this is a show for a driven car. This car is for people who love to drive. It has the same packages as the S560. Mercedes normally keeps the features on the S-Class for a few years and adding a ton of stuff after about three to five years. Overall, this, is, this car is one of the best cars ever made and will probably continue to be. The Mercedes Maybach is one of the most luxurious cars ever. This car is more than $200,000 less than the second cheapest car in its class, and it's still one of the best. Its class, of course, is Rolls-Royce Phantom, Rolls-Royce Ghost, Bentley Molson, the best of the best luxury cars. I mean, it really is a great car. It did really well, and especially making it a lot cheaper. Maybach was a luxury company, of course, named by Wilhelm Maybach, which we learned earlier. Who was? It was a sub-brand of Mercedes. It was like, like they wanted it to make it like Infinity was with Nissan or Acura was with Honda, right? Or even what Genesis was. But I mean, it didn't turn out too well. It, it, they Maybach went bankrupt. Uh, its cars were not as high quality. For 1.2 million dollars, I'd much rather have a Rolls Royce Phantom or even a Mercedes Maybach than that car because it's just it's just too much. I, I don't know. It's just 1.2 million dollars for the same car that I could get with the Rolls Royce Phantom. It's just too much. So they just collaborate now uh, with the Mercedes Maybach S560 and Mercedes Maybach S650. The Mercedes Maybach S560 starts at $173,000 and is a 4-liter bi-turbo all-wheel drive. That's 516 horsepower and 469 pounds-feet of torque, so pretty powerful. Uh, it goes 0 to 60 in 4.8 seconds. It's one of the smoothest drives. It's kind of tankish, like the S550 uh, back a few years ago when they were making it. Pretty tankish. Um, but the interior is what is important. All the technology comes standard, and you have tray tables, heated and cooled cup holders, refrigerator, massage sheets, Allegra's, TVs, and more. I mean, it is first class in the car. You can't get out of the seat. Like, you just can't. You'd never want to leave that seat. It's so comfortable. I mean, you know what's better? The Mercedes Maybach S650, which starts at $202,550. It has a 6-liter bi-turbo V12 with 621 horsepower and 738 pounds-feet of torque. Now, that's a lot, I know, but, like, it's powerful, but still very tankish. It is one. Of, it is the smoothest car ever, though, hands down. If you had a cup full of coffee on the rear dashboard, it would not move a millimeter. It's a four-seater, of course. It goes 0 to 16 in 4.6 seconds. It comes with the same technology as the previous trim, but in reality, this car is so tankish and sluggish, kind of, that you don't want to drive it. You want a chauffeur for this car. So, I mean, it, the rear seats feel so good that, I mean, why wouldn't you want to enjoy that? You're buying the car because of the rear seats, because the luxury there. Um, I mean, the rear seat is so great don't really drive the, i don't i would never drive that car uh, i would be sitting in the back overall one of one of the best luxury cars ever made if you really wanted to drive a car that's luxurious go for the s-class coupe or convertible or even a rolls-royce dawn or wraith right 
but this you need a chauffeur. Finally, the AMG GT. The AMG GT is a very high performing car. It's small, lightweight, and it is a coupe, of course. It goes here to 16 3.9 seconds. It has 469 horsepower, 465 pounds feet of torque. It's a high turbo 4 liter V8. I mean, it's one of the most high performing Mercedes models currently. It starts at $115,900 and has absolutely no technology. But why do you need technology? You're getting this car because you want to drive. You don't want all these assists helping you. The next trim is the GTC, which goes 0 to 16 3.6 seconds and has 550 horsepower and 502 pounds feet of torque. It's literally the same car, but $35,000 more. Like, literally, if <laughs> I'm not upgrading for $35,000 more, literally all I get is, oh, 0 0.3. Uh, seconds faster 060 a little bit more horsepower and and torque but i mean and the c instead of just gt on the back on the back badge i mean like i don't know how interested i am in getting that i'm not gonna go up to people and say oh this is not the gt it's the gtc i bought it for thirty five thousand dollars more now the fastest trim of them all, the GTR, now that's something I would definitely go stretch out a little more if I had that money. It has 577 horsepower and 560 pounds-feet of torque, and it um, it's also $162,900. This car sounds great and looks like a hypercar. I mean, it's not. It's a supercar, but, I mean, it still looks as fast as one it just it looks very nice it's very low to the ground and um the mg gt comes in a coupe convertible and for some weird reason now comes in a sedan i mean the sedan's pretty fast it's much cheaper than the um actual coupe but it's still pretty cool we're not going to look at that because it's not as popular but uh not much to say about this car i mean overall it is a pretty high-performance car, but in its class, I'd honestly rather go for the 911 Turbo, the Porsche 911 Turbo, of course. It, or not even the Turbo if it's too expensive. I could go with the 4S or the S because those just, it's, I feel like it's a more fun car. And uh, it's, I mean, it's also accelerates faster. So, that's really it. I, I'd rather buy the Porsche. But, yeah. That's all, folks. You just learned some interesting stuff about Mercedes. See you next time on Cars 101.